Hello, welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in to episode 18. We legal out here. <laughs> episode 18, we getting grown. It's getting real. So thank you all for your support and for listening. Um, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was long because I worked. Okay, my weekend was long too. But I didn't work. I know. Straight. I was watching you um, have fun. I'm like, <laughs> you know what Cindy Lou was like singing, Where Are You Christmas? <laughs> He's looking out the window. Yes. He's looking at my snaps. <laughs> That's how I was. I was like, having fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a jam-packed weekend of family fun. Like, it, it was just, you know, my grandmom's October dinner on Saturday. And on Sunday, I didn't even know we was double tapping with another family event. But Yeah, that's what I was confused about. I was like, oh, they're double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we double dipped. We had an Eagles tailgate party. And I just want to put it out there that I don't do sports. <laughs> I don't participate. And this year, I wore green eyeshadow for the Eagles, and they fucking won. So I'm not going to say, so you know. You got to wear green eyeshadow all the time. Every time they play. Um, yeah. That's why I can't do um, sports. You get obsessed um, with like the juju? I get, I get ups- I am into juju. <laughs> yeah, well, my mom was saying the same thing. My mom was like, don't open your mouth unless you plan on wearing that green eyeshadow all season. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, you know. You know how like, old heads be getting about the Eagles. But yeah, it was a really, really just great weekend. Like, I had so much fun with my family. It was nice to see them. And yeah, and I got some sleep. And I'm on season four of Grey's Anatomy. Damn. And let me tell you, these seasons are 25 episodes long. Oh. 25. Ima, no, this is amazing because I don't know how you get the time. <laughs> like, how do you work 40 hours and watch... As soon as I come home, I watch it. As soon as I come home, I watch it. That's all Even I so, say. it don't add up. I'm like, how are you able to eat? Like, I just... I don't know. It's my talent. But, yeah, I, I'm invested in Grey's Anatomy. I keep thinking I have medical problems because of the show. I keep thinking I can solve other people's medical problems. I know, <laughs> like you need to watch like the My uh, Little Pony, yeah, or like the Adventures of Gumball, like something <laughs> like that. Like you never need to watch shows that's like intense. No, that for real. Okay, well we're gonna move into our favorite four. So this week we're talking our favorite Halloween treats. Mm-hmm. So that could be candy, could be just like a seasonal snack, whatever. So what's what are yours? Um, I love chocolate covered pretzels. Mm. Is that um, Halloween? <laughs> it reminded me of Halloween when I was a kid because I think I got okay. them one year. Um, also, kettle um, corn, like kettle popcorn. Because so I bought that because um, when I worked at um, the Haunted House last year, I bought that for my coworkers and that was a big hit. And at first, I didn't think I was going to like it, but it's a certain brand of kettle corn that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other thing? This is it's so hard also because like I'm vegan now. <laughs> So, it could just be candy that you get uh, happy about when you see it in your definitely. Your bag. It's these it's these fruit snacks that my um coworker got, um and they're shaped like bats, <laughs> which is so cute. They shape like bats and they're like some pumpkin flavor and they're like obviously they're fruit snacks, but yeah those those um bat fruit snacks <laughs> and um I like uh, what's like stuff that's like fruit roll ups. Like it's the same as a fruit snack. 
fruit roll up is the same as this? It's just in a different form. Well, it's just filet. Well, you know, I don't really like. I mean, I'm not really a candy for. <gasps> fucking sour patches. Yep. I was I was about to say sour patches for you, but I'm like I'm not going. Sour. How did I forget my fair? Yo, like when I start getting to my sour patch mode, I go spiraling down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I'll be scared. I'm like, oh fuck, she's back. <laughs> She's using again. Yeah, like for real. I get real. I forgot about it because I've been off them for so long. Like, it's really like. You've been clean. I've been clean for so long. Not making fun of drug abuse at all. No, but for real. If y'all knew me, y'all know. She I fiends. For sour and I can't talk because I do the same thing with certain foods. So, all right. My first, um, my first treat is uh, like caramel and candy apples. That's so yeah. <sighs> oh That's my so... god! I will chomp my teeth away. I'm so scared of candy apples. I'm Why? So... I've never had them because it's like they are delicious. It's hard. I think no, actually, I, when I was a kid, I would put my teeth on it, and then I was like, I give up. Ooh, we would fight. <laughs> we would fight. But you know what? Maybe it's that like you were having the wrong kind of candy apple because I've seen some people candy apples that were so hard. It was from Pathmark when I was. <laughs> You getting them stale ass supermarket that's candy what, apples? That's what it was. It was from Pathmark. Um, that makes me miss Pathmark. When I was a kid, yeah, I remember yeah. it was hanging on the thing, and I was banging for it. My mom was like, "Oh, you want this?" No, <laughs> my mom is a caramel apple freak like me. We used to go to the Poconos to the chocolate shop owned by old white people, <laughs> and that shit was so. Oh my god! Now I want to so make good. my own. Please do that. I will. Oh my god! And you know what else I like? Caramel apple. Uh, like flavored things like caramel apple, but like I make caramel apple sangria sometimes with apple cider and stuff like that. Um, mm. I like caramel apple. It's like a lollipop I get. It's like an apple lollipop with caramel cover on that it. That sounds good. So yeah, it's I just love it so much. It's like one of my favorite fall flavors. And everybody gonna hate me, but I'm a candy corn ass bitch, and I'm proud of it. Like I'm, I <laughs> you love really candy are. corn. You it's love good. stuff today. Yeah, like marshmallows, candy corn. But candy corn, I don't understand why people hate it. Do you hate candy corn, Eric? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. But you know what? You either love it or you hate it. Like, either you a real one or you not. That's how I feel yeah. about candy corn. There's a lot of unreal ones, though. <laughs> we, I'm, we real out here. Um, Sour Patches is on my list, too. Just because they're good as fuck and I don't get them on my own. I feel like around... Uh, Halloween is when I get Sour Patches and Butterfingers, something I will never spend my own money on. I will never spend my own money on Butterfingers or Crunch Bars, but I'll be happy as hell when I get them in my <laughs> Halloween basket. So those That's are my so top true. four. I'm like, where do you even buy those from? Yeah, like I never feel like I see a Butterfinger or Crunch Bar in a store or Baby Ruth. Like I feel like I never see those in stores, but them things be hitting because you eat all the good stuff first. Like you eat all the Starburst and like all that stuff first. And then at the bottom it just be crunch bars left. And you be like, damn, this shit was good. I was sleeping on it this whole time. Every year I sleep on crunch bars. So yep, those are my that's my list. Um so we're moving into our next um segment toast for a sister again this is our new newer segment where we kind of just give a congrats you know some kudos to a black girl out here doing her thing and this week we're actually giving a um kudos out to cardi b's dentist dr catrice austin now if you're wondering why are we giving a shout out to you know cardi b's uh, dentist but if you know if you've heard of a little song called bodak yellow i'm sure none of you have ever heard of this song before especially not during the summer but anyway she said um um, 
I got a bag and fix my teeth. Ever since she said that, everybody has been hitting up her dentist, Dr. Catrice Austin in New York, and her business has like just that doubled. That is so decent. How did they know that was her dentist? I guess because Cardi B be taking pictures with her and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So her her business has just doubled. And like, it's just, you know, a black woman cosmetic surgeon out here, you know, in in New York. so That if, is so in, decent. Right. If I ever needed cosmetic surgery, you know, done. Here's my thing. I always want a black doctor and I always want a black Same. woman. Here's here, This is the order I go in. If I could, I always try to get a black woman doctor. If I can't get a black woman doctor, then my next thing, I'm looking for a black doctor or just a woman doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it is. And my last resort is like everyone else. Ever, like white men, in other words. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, just, they the last resort. Oh my god, I get so scared when I have. I'm like, I feel like, oh my god. Reminds me. Of yeah, I don't. If it's a, a person of color, doctor is what I go with next. Is what I should say. But <laughs> a doctor of color. Yeah, if doctor of color. That works for me. But yeah. So shout out to um Dr. Catrice, and I hope her practice continues to go, grow. I mean, now we're moving on into tea time. So over the weekend. Issa Rae had a kickback, and I have never wanted to be invited to a party so, so bad. Like, here are just a few names of the people that were at this party. So it was Issa Rae, and then it was Yvonne Orji, which is the woman who plays Molly on Insecure. Then you got Jadena. You got, um, what's his name? Luke James, the one that opened for Beyonce? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's her name? Amanda Amandala? Yep, Amandala Stein. We have... Janae, um, damn, what's her name? Electric Lady. I love her. Electric Lady. Her. Uh, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. And we have. Uh, you had a brain fart. I am. I'm looking at all these black. I'm, I think I'm just shocked at like all these people. But pretty much it was the cast of like um, Atlanta and the, the cast of Insecure. Like, what were they talking about at their party? That's such a great cast and crew because it's like, I feel like I would not be offended at their party. Like, and I feel like I could definitely be myself. Yeah, and you just like they the dope, funny black people of our time. Yeah, like hot, like they just all decided to get together, and Issa Rae is calling it the lemon pepper kickback, <laughs> which is just the blackest and coolest name that you could think of. Just like a house party with the coolest celebrities, the coolest, wokest, most successful celebrities. Who house was it? I don't know. Like it probably was a rented like thing. I feel like it was um, Issa House for some reason. You think she let those people in her house? Yeah, they her friends. That's true. <laughs> I'm thinking of like you mean like she let a bunch of werewolves <laughs> in her home. But I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking about like me personally. <laughs> yeah, you not you fucking with people but not allowing them in your home. <laughs> yeah. Everybody be up in my house, unfortunately. No, because you know this is another. This is weird, but. Ray J said something that was like, really, I feel like that was smart. He was like, he had, like, when he has events, he has like a house where he people go for the events and then he has his own space, like his right. own home where it's just for like, you know, for close friends and family. Yeah, but you know what? I understand that because there's probably a lot of people that could like rob him yeah. or something like that. But I, they all celebrities. So they, yeah. they, look, they look like bros and sis and cousins. Yeah, because yeah, they the type Like Jadena. I, I doubt yeah, Jadena. I doubt my boyfriend's going to rob anybody. Yeah, because they are like people who like clean up after the party. I feel like people that rage and hang with are loving hip hop people. Basically. Hot ass messes. Yeah. So he knows. He like, okay, let's get 
get this other help. I feel like they people that exposed you too. Like they would be the ones that like go like look in your medicine cabinet mm-hmm. and be like, "Ooh, what's this for? You got Nyquil? What you sick?" Like, and then they tell the shade room. Uh huh. They'd be like, "Guess who has Nyquil in the medicine cabinet? Guess who's sipping on some syrup?" <laughs> like, like, please. What the fuck? I had a cough. <laughs> Damn, cut me some fucking slack. But yeah, so that party just looked amazing. I would love to be a part of it. Um, so we're gonna move on to another black girl that we love. Um, Gabrielle Union. So this is just like the most heartbreaking news ever. She sat down with People magazine and she told them that for um three years she's been a prisoner, her body trying to get pregnant, and she's had close to between eight and nine um miscarriages. That is Wow, I was really shocked when I heard that. That is so eight I, to nine mis. I feel like there would be no way in the world I could stand on my own two feet, let alone continue to try or work yeah. and be such a force. This Gabrielle Union is a force. Like she's she is woke. a force, and that's why that shit makes me so mad with Dwayne Wade. Cause like he literally had they had a break. He had a baby on her. Exactly, and like oh my gosh. Imagine how that, like, I'm sure that manifests in the frustrations at some point. Like, you had a break baby, and I can't have a baby. And, like, I don't know, maybe she has, I mean, you have to forgive somebody in order to marry them. But I never forgave D-Wade after that. I haven't. And, like, all y'all saying goals and shit, I'm like, y'all some silly bitches. (laughs) You know what I Like, all they do. I be thinking there's something wrong with me. Because all they do is make, they'll make something, they'll take a picture together or make a funny, like, Instagram video. And people are like, yes, goals. I'm like, but think about the dark side of it. <laughs> Let's think about the fucked up, like, yeah. that situation was. Because that's, to me, that's unforgivable. Because it's like, we were on a break and you out here raw and bitches. Raw and bitches like, on breaks. Raw and bitches on breaks, and you couldn't protect your neck like that. Like, and I, I guarantee you, if he they would have took a break and she came back pregnant, I wonder if they'd be married right exactly. now. Exactly, you always say that. Is you you have always said that it's always a double standard. It's always a double it's always standard. a double standard. And I'll be thinking something is wrong with me. I'm like, am I just filled with so much hate that I just cannot I forgive? Can't get past I don't know. It. I, like, I don't for, forgive um, Ti. I don't forgive Waka Flocka. I don't mm-hmm. forgive Jay Z, and I don't forget. Like, it's just like, it's to the point where you respect the person's decision. Yeah. And you don't feel the need to keep bringing it up. Mm -hmm. But I just, in this case, I can't help but think about it. Because when you think about her not being able to have a baby, Mm -hmm. and then him, you know. Going out here and just making babies with anybody. It's just like. And it also confirms that. Because me, I would feel like, okay, that confirms that it's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's something wrong with me. So it's like, I don't forgive him. And after that, and she was sexually assaulted. She said that yes. in the, um, the interview. And it's like, she's been through all this. And she's this, been through so And then this much. nigga going to tweet, my big, my girl, that's why, something. That's why, something. I'm like, shut the fuck she's up. She's a strong queen. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, shut, shut the fuck up. And, you know, another thing that Gabrielle Union said in her um, interview uh, she said, I think TV shows and films kind of make um, kind of make out that the frigid, single-focused career woman, that her career is the root of all her problems in her life, that that just isn't the case. Fertility is an issue, period. Having a career is not the price you pay for an um, 
for illness is what she said. And I, I think that like that needs to be talked about because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kim Kardashian had issues with her fertility. Beyonce had issues with her fertility. Um, Chrissy Teigen had issues, you know, conceiving, I believe, Tyra Banks. I don't know. Yeah, she did. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just a laundry list of well-known celebrities, and people think it's because that they're career-focused. I mean, some could say that distress could wait on your body, but think about all the celebrities who have no problem, you know, having babies. It, it's just that nobody talked about it before. It may seem like mm-hmm. it's, you know, oh, my God, it's becoming so prevalent. It's something that they're doing. Women ain't meant to be working. It's No, it's, it's been a problem. Just because it affects uh, busy women doesn't mean that them being busy is the cause of, you know, the primary cause of that. You can't guilt them into feeling like their body can't do something. Yeah. And it's like, it's more to life than just being barefoot and pregnant. Right. But, you know, in this case, I do feel bad for her because she she was saying how, like, like one she minute... she wanted to be a yeah. mom. And he, this nigga... And he got an older kid after that, so that's that's another thing where yeah. I was like... Well, she just loves being a whole, stepmom. Just throw the whole nigga away. She, she do. She loved being a stepmom, and she mentioned that in an interview. She was that's saying that's sweet. the one saving grace is that, you know, she has them, which she seems so... I wish my stepmom. Well, I love my stepmom, so let me not throw shade. <laughs> I was about to. Say. I, I love me some Miss Linda, so that ain't even the question. But like, she seems um, like she would be just a fun, cool ass, woke, free stepmom. Because like, remember, it was this one picture like that pretty much insinuated that one of the younger ones was like a little bit flamboyant. Yeah. And she was like posed up with him, letting him be himself. And Dwayne Wade looked like he don't care either about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, I'm praying for her that, you know, even if she decides to go through the surrogate process, she gets what she wants and that she's healthy. Mm. That's what I want for her. All right. So we're moving on to our next subject. We're talking Bobby Brown. Um, So recently, Bobby Brown lost a case to stop a Bobby Christina movie from being filmed. That is so shitty. That is so shitty. So Bobby Brown didn't want the, the film to be created because it was just too soon and I don't know it's probably painful it is too soon it's way too soon she just passed away like what was it two years ago or Mm -hmm. if not even two years ago Mm -hmm. like it's so new and first of all that's I feel like TV movies are so disrespectful yeah always TV movies are so disrespectful and it's like also like you were saying earlier, it's supposed to be on TV One also, and they're supposed to be like, you know, a black like you know exactly supposed to, you know promote support, like supportive yeah, of the culture, and here they are, you know, they'll do anything for a fucking coin, anything. That's disgusting. That is disgusting, and I feel like this is a story. Like it should be like if it is a story that's told, it should definitely be told like years from now. One. And it should be told the right way. Like, TV movies, like, they be having bad wigs. It's fucking commercials. <laughs> yeah, like that but, Tony Braxton movie, that girl, I just did not feel like that was Tony Braxton. So, but I did feel like the guy was babyface. They did that right. <laughs> it just, and also, like, the think about it. Like, telling this heartbreaking story of this young girl that died, you know, years after a year after her mom. And then it's fucking commercials for Kit Kats. Like... <laughs> In the middle of that, like that's just so. Doctor Scholes and shit. Yeah. yeah, that just feels so gross. Like, it feels so disgusting. Gross. But Bobby Brown, he he um, he said that the film depicted him as an abusive husband, 
and an abusive father. So he didn't want that. And then the judge ruled against him, apparently, because they said he didn't even read the <laughs> script or see the stuff. Me. Bobby, make sure you know that <laughs> before you file, was it defamation? Yeah, make, defamation of character. Yeah, make sure you know what they said about you before you be like, them niggas lying. Damn. You know, it's like. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. It's like, I want them to not make the film too, but higher lawyers ain't. They were like, oh, you know, fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> it probably was his cousins or something. I just feel like, like every little step we take, every little move we make, he just doesn't get it right. Like, his, his I mean, I want to be on his side, but how could his lawyers miss that? They probably thought that since he's Bobby Brown that they weren't <laughs> going to question it. Like, we going to do the bare black-ass minimum. And yeah, because they, they probably thought just because, like, that was her father that that was enough. Yeah, well, I really, I, I'm. Uh, part of me does not want to watch this movie, right? It does. I don't want to support it, but then another part of me wants to see how they really did depict Bobby Brown. Like, I will never watch the Aaliyah movie because. Oh my God, that shit was so. Oh, I wasn't bad. watching it. I was not watching it because her her family said no. They did. It was on. I forgot. It was just on. Like like the tail end of it was on a Lifetime. And me and my mom watched it, and it was disgusting. The music, because they couldn't use her music, so right. it all sound like polyphonic ringtones, like back <laughs> in like 2003. No, I, I just, I couldn't do it. You didn't have permission from her family. And that's why I really respect um, Tiana Taylor. Well, one, I respect Tiana Taylor for stepping down because she don't look shit like Aaliyah. But number two, <laughs> but because she is like, well, I'm not even going to try out for this film if Aaliyah's family's not interested. Oh, and Zendaya. But Zendaya stopped because the public was giving her so much shit about being light-skinned. That's oh, why yeah, she that. didn't want to be a part of it anymore. <laughs> but which, And look at her. She's better off without it. That would have been a huge career day. Wendy Williams should be ashamed of herself. She should. Wendy Williams, after doing that, I just, I can't. Even when she's right, she's still wrong to me because of that movie. Yeah. Like, it was just so shitty. So shitty. So, yeah. um, uh, Yeah, I probably will watch the Bobby Christina movie only because Bobby Brown ain't have a real claim <laughs> outside of, you know, he just didn't want it. And it probably hurts his feelings, but legally, he should have came harder. Yeah, he should have. Because they probably thought, the, this is part of the conversation, um, you, her daddy, and they are not. So you win. And the right. lawyers was like, we got it. Exactly. They probably thought, like, that's <laughs> our father. His her opinion, his opinion means everything. And they was like, God, I cannot imagine being that lazy of a lawyer. Shut <laughs> <laughs> a fuck up. Like, seriously? Oh, my God. To be like, he just be in the room. cheap lawyer. Like, to be in there. What's the cheap lawyer? Attorney, right? I don't that's, know. Yeah, I, just, I think it's The one you pay less for. <laughs> just so cheap. But um, anyway, Bella Hadid wanted to be hip, okay? So if you, don't, shit. if you don't know Bella Hadid, she's a 21-year-old supermodel. She is gorgeous, you know. Her surgeon did an awesome job awesome on her face. I don't believe in plastic surgery, but I always said if I... If I did, bring me to her, whatever doctor that did her face and whatever doctor that did Nikki's butt because it, it's just outstanding. Like, the difference, like, her before and afters, she wasn't as blessed before. And she she's gorgeous now. She's gorgeous. She looks great. Absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. So she had um, an interview where she was, like, with Complex, of course, <laughs> and they were talking sneakers because I don't know why they thought that this 21-year-old girl 
this 20-year-old, one-year-old white girl <laughs> who was not swaggy at all could talk sneakers. But they had this conversation and Bella was just saying like weird shit. She was like that. <laughs> she was like that white dad that like met her, met, met, met his daughter's like black boyfriend for the first time. It was like, yeah. Or undercover cop, like somebody said on Twitter. It was like super dope, super cool. <laughs> she said dope homeboy and like. All this other stuff within, like, seconds. Like, first of all, her saying dope was, like, hilarious. Her saying homeboy. Homeboy. Like, who says she that She said word? it so many times. She did, and she said, like, homeboy is, like, gonna get it. So she pointed at some sneakers that she thought were unattractive. <laughs> she said, if homeboy is coming through with these, things are quiet. But if homeboys are coming through with these, and she, and she pointed to some Jordans, homeboy gonna, like, get it. I didn't get that. I was so uncomfortable <laughs> watching it, but my favorite thing to follow was the memes. Like, the internet is just, like, I, I love them. I love them when they come through. They really do. The memes were just hilarious. Because at first, because it's funny, because, like, she probably felt like, yeah, like, I'm a complex. Like, this is dope. Like, like I just I'm so just swaggy. Dope. Yeah, and then, like, everybody was like, nope. Dodge yeah. it. <laughs> You're none of that. She really sound like a dickhead. Like she, and then her pauses, like the long pause. She's like, yeah, it's going to be quiet for him. I felt like she had that written on her hand. <laughs> like in an Yeah, that, and it's just like that video was proof that Coke is the new weed in New York. <laughs> and that's all the proof that I needed was and, that video. And I think it's the proof that I know. Wait, what you say is she not white, right? She is. Um, oh, my gosh. She I white passing. I don't want to go wrong. She's, she is white passing, but her dad is is brown. I forgot. Where I he never was heard from. her say shit about. Hollis, uh, he, um, her sister speak uh, out about it. That ain't her. <laughs> I'm talking about her. I know. Her More sister. importantly, she talking about dope and homeboy and this and the other. I wonder, has she ever said like Black Lives Matter? I'm just gonna look that up before I say she never has. But at the end of the day, I feel like ever since she dated the weekend, she feel like. Yeah, her dad is Palestinian and her mom is Dutch. Her mom really is like Dutch, not like you know how white people are like yeah we're Dutch like fit. No, her mom's really fucking Dutch. Right. I just I cannot I cannot 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 deal with uh white passing girls who say things like dope and homeboy but yeah. be uh quiet as hell <laughs> when it's time to say black lives matter. Yeah, I it's know. funny, don't get me wrong. It's 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 very cute, but uh, um it's <laughs> yeah, just stupid. I'm, she looks I dumb. I doubt that she does it because I've never heard her talk. That was the first time a lot of people heard her talk. That was the funny thing. Yeah, too. me. No, I can I've never heard, say I never that. heard her talk. I've heard Gigi talk, but I don't remember how she sounds. But I do know that um, Gigi has said things, um, you know, about um, Palestine, like speaking out about things that have happened there. But she needs to they, teach her sister to talk to. <laughs> I I don't remember what what uh, Gigi Hadid sounds like. It's so weird, like how you can hear somebody talk and it's just like, huh? Right, exactly. And um, I like that Gigi speaks up. She should have spoke up when um Vogue Italy decided to put that pink afro on her. Yeah, she should have so. spoke up about that. But again, I digress. It was very funny. I th I'm not even upset. I just, I'm thankful for the laugh. It was funny. It was hilarious. All right, so we're moving on into the sunken place segment. We got two people in the sunken place. <laughs> we got two of them. We got Tyrese. He's number one. Oh my God. 
Tyrese has that nigga really was tripping. Like I just kept on sending you stuff, like sending. You stuff. I'm like, yo, every like every moment, like he kept on just saying dumb shit, and I'm like, but this has been going on. This has been going on from weeks. Okay. Yeah. The so long story short, Tyrese is upset because. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock, you know, they're creating like the 1800 Fast and Furious movie, and this time it's going to be centered around the Rock storyline, Hobbs, and like you know, the Fast and Furious keeps making money. So. It's funny because like people want to think this, but I actually really love Fast and Furious, and like- I think it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you either love the Fast and Furious, or you're like enough. My I have never is, watched Fast and Furious because you know I'm not a car person. But it's so. But it's, I like Transformers. So. It's one of those movies where you know it's like on, like it's a Sunday, and like all your family happen to be around the table. <laughs> I mean the table around like the TV. Yeah. And then one of the family members is watching it, and then another one sit down. You like wait, what's this? And then the other one sit down, and meanwhile, like y'all all get into it. Right. Like you don't have to watch it from the beginning to be like into it. To know what's going it's on. Because yeah. I had started, like I started first. I watched Tokyo. Drift because Bow Wow was in the end, it was in Tokyo, and I, I was obsessed with like Japan and um, Bow Wow. Yeah, I was, obs- I was obsessed with Japan and Bow Wow, so I wow. was like, This movie is Oscar fucking worthy. <laughs> so I started, so I started watching Tokyo Drift, and I'm like, Oh, this shit is good. And then I fell off, and then I was like, With boys that like Fast and the Furious, and I started watching the latest one. I'm like, Actually, I really like this shit. Well. I, the, the point I want them to keep making the movies as long as they make money. Because I love all the people in the movies. Me too. And I, it's I, like prior the, before uh, Tyrese lost his cotton <laughs> picking mine, I like him. <laughs> and it's like the, it's one of those things. It's like The Simpsons. Like you might not watch it, but it gives you peace to know it's still on. It's still yeah. going on. And once it go, that's when the fucking balance of the world is going to go. Exactly. I mean, it's already <laughs> off, but like the balance of it's the earth is going to go nuts. Yeah, it's like the Simpsons go off and they stop making Fast and the Furious. Like <laughs> it's something that just helps keeps the balance. Yeah. So well. The Rock has another project <laughs> because he's the fucking Rock and he's always working. He's he, been working since the nineties. Yep, okay, that's my cousin. He's been working nonstop. Love the Rock. I love, look, I love the Rock so much. Like my whole life, I love the Rock. The Rock was one of the main reasons why I became like <laughs> decent amongst my cousins, and that was hard because like I'm the only girl around like six boys, but I was the only one who could do the Rock's eyebrow, and that shit like <laughs> really impressed. Oh yeah, them. you definitely got the eyebrows. Yes, I used to. I would kill that eyebrow. But yeah, he's always working. He's working on a project right now. And because he's working on that project, the Fast and Furious, like a uh, sequel, you know, it's going to have to be put on hold. So Tyrese got pissed, okay? <laughs> he got mad starting weeks ago. He he made this long, 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 long Instagram post to The Rock just talking about how, you know, that's so corny and, you know, Baywatch was corny <laughs> and he supported Moana and he just trying to keep the kids in public school and some other bullshit. And I guess The Rock emailed him like, nigga, please, you know, I'm trying to get you to stop talking publicly so I'm going to message you privately. And Tyrese going to comment under his comments like, nigga, I don't be doing that. I don't do that email stuff. So you do, you'd rather communicate on Instagram? Are you wild? Are you nuts? But he was mad. He was just repeatedly accusing The Rock of <laughs> ruining the Fast Fam, trying to drive a wedge between the Fast Fam. So over the weekend, <laughs> he went in again. 
And he made a post with, uh, it's like an old school post. And he's not even in this picture. Let me just tell you that. It's Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and like a few of the other originals. He wrote diversity, love, multi-ethnic, worldwide, multi-generational. <laughs> I did not make that up. He said multi-ethnic, worldwide, multi-generational. Okay? This nigga had the almanac open and was going nuts. <laughs> he said United Nations, one race, fast family. <laughs> Until Dwayne showed up. <laughs> I guess this whole time he had a problem because he wasn't the only one on the movie poster. First of all, he not The Rock don't even give me that. Like, no. I don't know him, but he don't even seem like he care about the loan. Like, he just want to make an honest dollar. The Rock, <laughs> the Rock can make a cameo, and that's still, like, going to do numbers. Like, this nigga was in, what, what's that dumbass movie? It's like... The gang movie? Yeah, when he was like, he had a fat suit on. <laughs> I think it was Jonah Hill in the movie. It was like some cop movie, I think. It was the dumb ass movie. And he had a fat suit on. I, <laughs> I don't know. But like he, he don't have to be. Here's the thing. The Rock is okay with not being on there. But who wants him on the screen is probably those executives because they know he makes money. So exactly. let's just say that they did want to phase all y'all out and just put The Rock <laughs> on the front. You know, that's fine. But Tyrese, you know, you sitting up here writing all this shit, following him on uh it, you know, Instagram and Twitter. And that was so Twitter. crazy. He was like, why are you on Twitter? Why? Why? Because he, because The Rock retweeted, he was replying to a fan and retweeted. He was not even interacting with Tyrese. And Tyrese commented on it and was like, why are you on Twitter? It's like, this nigga just emailed you. And he told him, I don't do email. It's because you want to, you want to make this a spectacle. Like, right. and it's dumb because it's like the movie is coming. Like, first of fucking all. Can we let Paul Walker fucking rest in peace? Like, <laughs> yeah, he did that. Like, he died and he died in a fucking car. Yeah. And that's like, I know Vin Diesel was very close to him and a bunch of other people like were close to him. And that's fucking like haunting. Like, they get, had to get on that set and do that kind of stuff. Like, people need to, they right. need some time. That's what Vin Diesel said. Vin Diesel was like, will you just calm down because, like, we all, like, it'll happen. It's come, he acting like, he acting like, you know, when, um, when it's like, you get paid on Thursday, but, like, <laughs> the credit union said, your check coming through Wednesday, and you acting like, like, well, it's a money supposed to be here, and but meanwhile, the customer service but person. meanwhile, it's only 12 a.m. on the East Coast, and, <laughs> You gotta wait till three a.m. So because yeah. it's twelve o'clock on the West Coast to get your check. He it's like, like all this bullshit. Like the rock, that's very Pacific. The, the rock, the rock uh, tweeted something. He said the real <laughs> selfish hashtag candy ass <laughs> revealed and why you on Twitter. You lost my number, right? I met I met you when I see you. Hashtag family. Then he wrote, "You still promoting a movie that no one wants to see? See made you clown. Fuck out of here." Then he wrote, he's on Twitter and won't hit hit my cell. He goes, at The Rock. This is the people's champ, question mark? Shaw Hobbs epic fell. You came here to break up the fast family. It's not a fucking family, Tyrese. It's not a real family. Like, you know what I mean? If you want to be protective over any family, you should try to get a second Four Brothers movie because that shit was actually popping and you are actually fa- a family there. Yeah. But Tyrese gets like this over his movies. Like, he was trying to start another baby boy. We don't need to see baby boy again. I saw baby boy one time in my life, and you will have to pay me $700 to watch it again. Because I hated baby boy. It was just so triggering to watch that fuck boy learn nothing. 
What learn. did he learn in that movie? He didn't learn shit. He didn't learn shit. And he it's, it's just too many men I know like that. He was like, yeah, we're going to get a baby boy too. I'm like, Taraji's too nice to tell you that she's not interested. <laughs> but we have spoken and we all have said we don't need it. We and don't want to see you no where, more. Where it left off, it's like, how can like it go? Because like the point of a part two is things level up. Exactly. And he said it would be a coming of age film, but he was baby a grown boy. ass man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he had to be 27 or so baby boy was a coming of age story I don't even think baby boy was a coming of age story he well, was of it, age yeah he was a, he was of age yeah like, you're right we don't need to, um, another baby boy we can hold off this nigga don't know what words mean and well, I know what he want he's, he's, he's running out of money I, that's all. I mean, I don't know his finances, but what else can you think? Why else would he be so flustered because he that movie probably was got that big? He acting like he got twenty dollars in his account. He says, well, "I'm trying to keep my kids in public school." That ain't the fucking rock fall. Wait, he's trying to keep them in public I'm, school. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to keep. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep my kids in private school. Oh, I was join the fucking club. Calm down. Cause, oh, cause he probably saucy because he um. He probably saw it because he um he was on that show Star and he not on there no more. Once again, his character on that show Star was insufferable. He's a fucking priest. But it really hurts me to see Tyrese like this because I love his music from like back in the day. Like I love Sweet Lady. I love like all P- Sweet Lady. Please. My <laughs> 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 no, that is really my shit. And I'm like, stop. Just stop talking. I'm tired of all the old school people that you just love that from your childhood Losing movies. fucking mind. Just talking. Because like, you know what? what? The they all been, y'all niggas got dementia or something? They been stupid. That's the problem. He was 23 in Baby Boy. I just did the math. He was 23 in he, Baby damn, Boy. He look old as shit. I know, right? But I know somebody that looked like that. So I can't imagine. Is. I don't even look like that. I mean, granted that I'm not Tyrese. But <laughs> <laughs> Are you not Tyrese? Can you confirm that? <laughs> oh, but yeah, so Tyrese is in a sunken place for just acting like an ass for nothing else. It was There's so emba- that was so embarrassing. I know the secondhand embarrassment of watching Tyrese tweet and said that he coming at the Rock. Like, are you kidding me? Simpler time. <laughs> are you kidding me? He said, "Bring gonna show me a picture of the Rock and Tyrese smiling." Tyrese looks so happy. It was simpler times. Like the Rock don't. Oh my God. The Rock just seemed like a cool ass, like go with the flow. Like he seemed like the type of nigga that let you go in his fridge and get some water. But here's the thing: he said, "I'm coming at you." You thought <laughs> he was a fucking wrestler, right? He was a he's a wrestler. He, yeah, you, that, that should have been clear when he said candy ass. <laughs> and you are not a wrestler, so don't say you're gonna come at somebody unless you, you know, you've been getting some fucking training. Wild. All right, so a second person in the sunken place. This hurt. This hurt me. It it was easy for me. Young Thug. I hate... I, listen, I said Young Thug is to me... <laughs> young Thug for me is what you feel like when you dip in your foot in a pool and you're trying to figure out if the the temperature... And actually, like, the tub. You got, is this water too hot? Like, is it good? That's how I was testing him out. One thing I really liked about Young Thug was how uncomfortable he made men. Yeah. I, I liked how he made, like, you know, cis, straight black men uncomfortable. The ones who were, like, hypo-masculine. Mm-hmm. The ones who were so, you know, obsessed with, you know, men being men. I love how he freaked them out by calling, like, other men, like, 
babe and wearing dresses. Yeah, because it's funny because you know how when you post something on Twitter, somebody posts something on Twitter from Instagram and it just say the link, you can't see the picture. Uh-huh. And I saw him put like my baby in a heart and I clicked on the link, it was this guy. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. I just think it's funny because... He, you know, he's just he's just doing it, and everyone's falling for it. And also because he made really really interesting, cool music. Like he he added something to hip hop, mm-hmm. which is hard to yeah. do. So I like that about him. But his behavior is unexcusable. I lo- lo- here's the thing. I was like that at first, kind of, but then I was like, wait, I fuck it. Like, he just was doing something. I'm like, oh, man, I'm falling in love with this man. Not, like, attracted mm-hmm. to him. Like, as an artist, like, I love his music. And also, like, hearing his music when I'm high in the headphones, like, it's that beautiful. shit just lifted me up. Like, it really that is. shit make me emotional. But, and I love um, um, beautiful thugger girls. But this nigga is fucking weak. He fucking lose. He losing his fucking coconut. Yeah, he he went wild. He's going bananas. He's really going bananas. So he decided that it would be a good idea to cheat on his beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous fiance. You know her name is Jerica. And it's not enough that this nigga already got six kids. Oh Jesus! God, that makes me itch. Do something to. I feel like the the government should do something. <laughs> like they should intervene. Sterilize them. Like, do something. Yes. They should have done something at three. Yeah. Like, I feel like... um This nigga's got a lot of kids. I would like, <laughs> we'll go to the White House. I'm like, what is he going to have to do? He's going to keep... take? He's going to keep reproducing if you guys don't stop him. <laughs> yeah. And like, are any of the kids with Jerrica? No. Go for fucking her. She got away scot-free. Yeah. But um, anyway, he not only does he cheat on her, he cheats on her with her friend. And her friend's name is Amy. And Amy is an asshole, okay? <laughs> Amy is a complete asshole. <laughs> she is, like, she records the videos like, I'm not speaking bad on Thug Name. I'm not going to disrespect him. What are you talking? What are you saying? No one actually to speak at all. That's the funny thing. That's the weird thing. We got one question for you. Did you sleep (laughs) with your friend's man? Yes or no? You did. And I think it was like, not that they was like friends. I think it was the same situation as like Karuchi and Chris Brown, baby mom. It's like they rubbed elbows and they was like aware of each other. But you know what? But it's still corny. It's still corny. It's corny to do it to a girl who is um, like, for example, that girl who slept with Kevin Hart. She knew damn well. And she gonna say she ain't know he was married. <laughs> I'm like, this is the richest fucking nigga. Crystal on the read said, you, so you just willingly uh, start talking to a guy, man, that short without knowing he was rich? <laughs> like, dead ass. So you just start talking to a guy that was 5'3", without no, you know. And it's Kevin fucking Hart, sis. Like, let's be real. You know, you know Kevin Hart, you know Eddie Murphy. Just stop. Stop with your game. Stop with your filthy Like, this lives. man is on the fucking Forbes list. Like, he's rich as fuck. Like, I don't like, got time for that. And he not only is he rich, but he's well fucking known. Yeah. You knew who he was. Stop playing with me. But yeah, so, you know, the girl did that. And Jerrica's done. You know she's done because she started doing what all, you know, light-skinned girls do. And they, they single. They, well, she not really light-skinned. You don't think so? No, you always you really don't know colors. I don't. I have, I have no colors. <laughs> because I told you, I know you know how I feel about myself. I think yeah. I'm team chocolate, but I'm no, not. No, you really. Not. I'm. I feel like I'm you team chocolate. Delusional. 
Anyway, <laughs> but you know what I mean. She did what all you know them pretty girls do when they break up with they uh they man. They start putting quotes and shit. <laughs> My Angelo, I know why the cage bird sings under a slice a picture of a slice of pizza. It's just they just put quotes so that people know. Yeah. So she said that she's on the market, mm-hmm. and he you know after a series of you know saying just passive aggressive shit like. Why cheat when you can creep? That first of all, I don't know what the fuck that meant. Cause I really don't like that shit. Really boggled my mind. What does that mean? Cause they're both the same thing. Yeah, and he knows that, and it's hurtful and it's rude. But I like the challenge where people were doing, where they was like, "Why this when you? Why eat when you can snack? Like you know, stuff shit like that." It's just so irritating that he said that, and then he gets on his you know Instagram. What's the Instagram snaps called? Um, Insta clips or something. <laughs> Insta shots. What your kids calling it? Insta videos. Yeah, Insta clips. I like that one. <laughs> but he wrote, um, "Babe, give me a chance." Oh yeah, he like, "Give me a chance now. Give me a chance. <laughs> give me a chance." <laughs> then he and it didn't make sense because then it was a shot of his shoes. Yeah. And then he like then he put the camera up to his face. He like, "No, nah, for real, stop playing." He said, I promise, man, I won't mess up no more. Everybody tell her to give me one chance. Tell her to give me one more chance, and I promise (laughs) I won't mess up. I promise. And then he says some dumb shit. It wasn't even my fault. Like, six niggas be using that phone, man. All that stuff. You tripping. You crazy. What the fuck? in the... What? <laughs> what in the hee-haw was that? <laughs> what in tongues? What in tarnation? Literally. What six, in the voodoo? What spell did you put on that girl? Like Six niggas been using that phone? First of all, you're not in the hood anymore. No one buys it. Okay? Yeah. If you was in the, Like, my cousins do shit like that. Like, hood niggas where they will have... They let their friends borrow their cars, their yep. phones. Their house. They bed. Yep, they bed. They stove. Everything. <laughs> hood niggas, they really, like, use the same shit. But you're... Friends should not be using your phone. Six niggas use your phone, and, and the girl admitted that she she did it with you. Like we, you went from saying "I'm sorry, forgive me" to six niggas using their phone it wasn't even my fault. Like, are you kidding me? And then what really took me out is he said, um, "What did he say?" We retweeted. We yeah. Put- so she said, "You know, I'm on the market." He said, "Son, and wait, I gotta. I have the quote here. I have the quote." Here he said, "What market? What market? Bitch, you going to die on God? That's fucking abusive and scary. Like that's very scary. And then, of course, it was people like, oh my gosh, goals. Like I was, I'm like, <laughs> I would bitch, love for him you to kill me. You might as well just get a gun and just shoot yourself <laughs> bro, bro, in the brain. Blow your own fucking brains out. There. Yeah, weirdo like that. Like these bitches, everything is goals. Everything a famous nigga do is or goals. Every everything that people like, I guess affection or whatever you call it is passion. Pa- I'm like heated passion. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all never had nobody like. This what happened when niggas walk out on their kids. Exactly. Like, they start thinking, they start getting anger. Like, yeah, passion can be anger sometimes when you're defending somebody. Not when you're threatening their fucking life. Yeah. How do you have the the balls to even 
cheat on somebody, embarrass her, and then when she say that she's on the market and moving on, you say that you're going to kill her? What type of logic is that? That's the logic of a, a person who's used to doing whatever he wants. Yeah, and it getting is. away with And it. then he goes and says that more women need to be like Monica, you know, to, to train their men. Women don't want to train men no more. You're goddamn right. <laughs> if, if and young then Tamar was like, what the fuck? Like, she was like, don't drag Monica, because Monica will never speak up on anything. No, but you know but, what? The cool thing about Monica being the queen of Atlanta and being friends with every black person in Hollywood, she, didn't she ain't got to say it. shit. She ain't got to say yeah, nothing. Because everybody like, except Brandy going to come to her defense. Yeah, because Tamar was like, listen, I love you, Thug, but um, what the fuck? Like, basically. Yeah. Are you wild? Like, I think that that's the one thing Young Thug is right about is that women don't do that anymore. And I'm so happy that we stopped. Ain't nobody trying to train a nigga. Like, Kay Michelle said one thing that I can agree with, and you cannot raise a man. And the fact that he's uh, admitting yeah. that that's what he wants to do. Like, I hope this girl runs away, never look back. Young Thug, you in a sunk place. You're crazy as hell. And I'm upset that you make such great music, but... I was listening to something earlier today, and um, Lil Rel, who's in the movie Get Out, he was explaining how the sunken place to him is not just a place where people go for cooning. There has to be a problem that they have never really, really confronted. Like mm-hmm. in the movie, the main character never confronted his mother's death, yeah. and that's why he was so vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable. A lot of the people that we put in the sunken place, like Young Thug, they never confront these problems that they have with masculinity, mm-hmm. how they are supposed the to thing treat is, women. E- even though he's challenging masculinity, at the same time, he's also a slave to it. A slave to it because wearing a dress is not enough. That's very fragile. Yeah. You know, you know, saying that you're going to kill a woman, that's when that toxic masculinity speaks because mm-hmm. what Young Thug is doing is being a provocateur to get attention yeah. when he's challenging masculinity versus yeah. what's really, really inside of him. So he's in a sunken place because he, he needs to look himself in the face. He's ignorant. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, and I knew that because, like, first, when he first came out, I was a little, like, oh, towards him because he said something about it wasn't his job to speak up against, like, police brutality like, and stuff what? like that. Like, it wasn't his job because he's a rapper, whatever. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And then, oh my gosh, what else did he say? It was something you know oh, about him. the black. Yeah, it was about he said something about the black women um, at the airport and was like calling them like dark, ugly monkeys and nappy right. And what is he? And stuff, right? Dark and and uh, his mom. And it was funny because his mom made him apologize. That's so fucking funny. His mom made him apologize and he posted a video and said it. his fucking mom. What so a shout dude. out to Mister. What a dingus. <laughs> yep. Yeah, thanks, Miss Thugger. <laughs> yep. Because she made a positive. But I'm like, come on, Thugger. I, I swept those two things under the rug. But now this shit, like, come on. And I really was getting excited think about his concert and shit. Like, right. It's just, it's really, really unfortunate. I might still go, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Eric, you still will go to the concert? Oh, yeah. That's my <laughs> I know, Eric. Me, like, oh, yeah. me and Eric going on uh, being with uh, we Coons. have we have uh, cloaks <laughs> on our face. We, Uncle Ruckus, we had, <laughs> we had uh, big glasses. I'm like, I'm like, shame, shame, shame. This guy's walking. <laughs> I'll be throwing tomatoes at y'all. 
I'll be like, what's poppin'? What's the do? <laughs> wow, that's just ignorant. I'm sorry. Like, the, please. I'm going to have a shirt on and say hashtag Jerrica. What you say, Eric? He did that entire album for her. She should just... What? No, Eric. Don't he, talk. Then he cheated on her. Yeah, Eric, stop <laughs> talking before we... But no, I just want to say, like, Doug, I, just, I know you I don't not, know what we're going to do in your house, but... <laughs> I know you're not listening, like, but please, please, just come on, come back. Doug, if you listen, then go to hell. <laughs> come but, back um, to earth, brother. Anyway, he's he's lost. Let he, him go. <laughs> you so mean. I never so really liked that. Young Thug, so... I don't feel like I need to. You love being mean to me because I told you to get rid of 50 Cent. Wow. Do not out me. <laughs> Do not out me for being. I told you that in confidence. I So everybody gets 50 Cent, but I still, I don't know why I still like 50 Cent. I think it's nostalgia. Yeah, it's nostalgia. He reminds, like, his songs and, like, him reminds me of when I was in fifth grade. And just, shit was, <laughs> shit was good. I finally and we used was to have dollar parties. Well, I couldn't go to anything, but oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I would have my own parties in my own room by myself. But um, when like Wangsta came out and all that shit, like it was just a good ass time. And also, I like when I was a kid and Fifty Cent was like, I always root for the bad guy in the movie, but then I turn the movie off before it ends because I know the bad guy always dies. Like he really is crazy. Like he's a sinister person. But I feel like when white guys say stuff like that, like I root for the bad guy, you know, I'm crazy. This and other, it's okay. But everybody hates Fifty Cent so much. Also like him because he is about his bag. He's a great rapper. I just don't like that he was accused of that domestic. Violence. Violence. Oh yeah, I I've tr- I don't know how I forgot about that. He's been doing so much stuff that I just yeah. He's a such a shitty person. <laughs> yeah, and remember in the BET Awards when he he thanked Vivica Fox for wearing that dress. Oh yeah. Come on, like he just got. I love Fifty Cent. I never date him, <laughs> but he just. I wish I was his manager so I can wrangle him. Yeah, or his um PR. Yeah, his PR person. He need a PR person. Uh, I would take the first thing I would do is take away his access to the internet, Instagram, yeah. in particular. Yeah, like. Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for our um sunken place soup segment. We're moving on into common senses. Um, it's National Mental Health Day. Yes. So, you know, we thought it would be a great idea to talk about the importance of mental health as it relates to, you know, people of color, but we can also extend that out to just kind of like, you know... Everybody. Everybody. Because... We all... It's important to all of us. Because, you know, not just black people, but, like, other people of color, I know we can relate, because I don't know why. In our communities, a lot of people think that mental illness and stuff is, like, not real. Like, mm-hmm. I know... A lot of Asian communities, like, you know, Latin communities. Like, it's just people of color in general. Like, any, you know, group of people of color, you name it. Like, it's always, I don't know why, that we have this thing where, like, mental health is just, and mental illness is just not real. Right. Mm -hmm. And And my mom, my mom, the other day, we were watching uh, natural hair videos, and this woman was explaining how she, she was really, this black woman was explaining how she was very unhappy with her locks. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I don't know. Like, I'm feeling a disconnect from my hair. And, you know, I'm really, really in- interested listening yeah. to this girl. Because, one, I want locks one day. And, two, because I understand how hating your hair can affect the way you feel. And mm-hmm. my mom goes, how about she's just crazy? Right? And I thought to myself, well, how is it crazy for her 
taking the time. We came here to her channel, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is not an advertisement, a commercial that popped up in between our spot. Mm-hmm. We came here to listen to how she feels. Mm-hmm. Now that she's talking, you call her crazy. But, like, if she just had an attitude and everybody asked her, why you have an attitude? And she wouldn't say anything because, like, how is it healthy to just keep everything in your head, whether it's rational or irrational, for the sake of being crazy? Exactly. And And another thing I know, particularly you in the black community, is, like, dismissing people, say, oh, this person's just crazy. Like, I go... Well, when I'm walking to the um to the L, um, to like either when I'm going to work, off work, or when like I'm just, you know, going around that area, there's always this girl who looks like she looks like she's about my age, like a young girl, and she's always like sitting on the ground, like rocking back and forth, talking to herself. She like smells like she has not been washed in like months. And it makes me sad because it's probably like people that just dismissed her, like, oh, that's just so and so. She just yeah. crazy whatever. She's just crazy. Like this person really has something going on. Yeah. With her. Like she's a young person or person who streets. cannot help it. Yeah. And like talking to herself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so grateful that like at first, you know, my um you know, some people in my family thought that I was, uh, in my immediate family, like in my household, thought that dramatic. I was being dramatic. And, like, I didn't have any reason to be depressed because... You're fortunate. Roof, yeah, I'm fortunate. Got a roof over my head, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I literally cannot help it. Like, I really can't. Like, and it was it was kind of scary because, like, usually I can come out of stuff. Like, I can come out of this movie. Right, because that's when I knew it was something deeper because I would try to, like, say stuff like that. And yeah. You were like, no, it's just like a cloud covering yeah. everything. Yeah, like, uh, and everything. Nobody like, can't talk. I couldn't best friend it out of you. No, nope, That's the thing. Nobody could. Like, nobody. And I was like, this is freaking me out. Because usually I'm somebody that, like, if I'm in a bad mood, literally all you got to do is make me laugh. Like, and I'm just, I'll snap out of it. But it was like, I couldn't snap out of it. And lucky for me, you know, my parents were like, oh, wait, this is very real, and I got the help that I needed, things like that, and I'm not on the streets. Right. And, you know, whenever, you know, I was fortunate enough that when I was having, like, a nervous breakdown, I didn't, well, you know, I didn't have, you know, a lot of money, and I did want to work, but I was fortunate enough to not, you know, didn't have to. You know, I could, you know, sit those months out or whatever to, like, focus on myself and, like, go to therapy and, like, you know, try to get back to positive thinking. And now I feel, like, so great because now I'm like, this is not my fault. Like, now no. I know it's not my fault. And it's something I can't help. And it's something that also, like, I can overcome. So Exactly. There, like That's another thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people think depression is a death sentence. It's just, it's very difficult to deal with, but it's not like a death sentence. And, like, I don't, you know, necessarily do... I think I deal with depression in ways that other people, normal people do. Like, excuse me, having moments where you become existentially depressed and you just stressed out about where your life yeah, is and going. Yeah, just like temporary it's sadness. It's very temporary. It's nothing clinical. It's nothing that could be diagnosed because it fades away within, you know, two days or so. Yeah, because that's what I learned from my therapist. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, you're depressed if it lasts more than a day or like yeah. just like a week or a month. even. Yeah, months. But for me, my problem is anxiety. And I remember when I was in, it was right when I was like applying to all these colleges I remember, and stuff, I remember that. I had this feeling that somebody was sitting on my chest and nobody had ever talked to me about anxiety. I don't know what the word meant. As a matter of fact, 
the only time I did hear it, it was like as in a form of hyperbole, like somebody just like, oh, I'm having anxiety. Like I'm excited. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm having anxiety. And when I went to the doctor and I was convinced that like I was like having like a premature heart attack or something, they were like, no, you're having anxiety attack. And I felt stupid. I'm like, dang, I needed to go to the hospital because I'm excited. And then they gave me medicine and my mom told me not to take them. Mm. She said, you don't need to take that. That's, you know, crazy. Mm-mm. You good. You fine. And to this day, I'm a, a high, strong person who has never had the courage to revisit that. Like, is that something that I need? And luckily for me, back then I wasn't working out. And right now I am. Mm. And my anxiety is not high functioning at all. It's very, very, very... Some days, you know, I can really go from zero to 100 yeah. with, like, just anxiety and just being overly excited. It's something that comes with, I think, just being, like, a perfectionist or, like, a driven person. Yeah. But I'll never forget, like, having my mom in that moment tell me, like, oh, no, no, you don't need that. And I'm like, by trying to help me, by trying to make me stronger, she could have really, really hurt me. Yeah. And that's when you have to kind of, again, we talked about this before, separate you know, what your family says or what you know is right because they don't always know in everything. Yeah, and my family gets on me about taking my medicine. That's another thing. It's like, if you have to take medicine and stuff, like, don't be ashamed of it. Like, at first I was, because I remember I was telling you, like, Mm -hmm. I was so ashamed. I was afraid because I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. the side effects and stuff. But it's just like, it's it's just like birth control and stuff. Like, you just have to keep up. Because I was on another medicine, but I didn't like that at all. And then I got on another one, and I feel so much better. And, like, I take it, you know, daily. It helps me function. And I'm over that. I'm, like, over the shame of it. Like, I just... Because it's like, it's worse if I don't take it. So I, whatever it's y'all be think. happy or care yeah. what, what people think who can't do shit for me when I feel like shit. Yeah, exactly. Because I had a, a week where I had, I forgot, like, I think I lost my, I had left it somewhere. And I wasn't on it. And, like, that's when we had a missing episode, like, you know, right. for Black Hermit. Because I just was so, like... I was not myself, like, not function or nothing. After that, I'm like, okay, I need to be honest and, you know, I need... Because I was like... Because, you know, being vegan and, like, following a lot of people that are, like, into health and, like, natural stuff, I, like, started to feel a little, like... uh, The shame came back again, like, me taking my medicine and I kind of... I want to... Like my goal is to not be on it forever, obviously, but you can't you address it? yeah, you can't drastically just like stop taking right. it. And I low key was trying to like do that and it like fucked me up. But again, like you like I heard you just about to say, if you need it, like fuck what them people is saying. Exactly. And um another whatever the mental issue is that you're dealing with. Some people, you know, you have eating disorders. Some people, Mm -hmm. you know, you deal with bipolar disorder. Some people you deal with uh, post-traumatic stress. Some people are like me and you, you know, have problems with anxiety. And a lot of people say that you're too sensitive because that's something that you're feeling and that you can't ignore. Mm -hmm. I just hate that Superman complex, especially again, with people of color, especially with black women. It's just this idea. Like I remember when Anytime like I would fail a test or something like that, I would get overly excited. And my dad was like, you can't cry every time something happened. And I'm like, why the fuck can't I? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right? Why not, though? Like, there's so many other things I could do every time I get stressed. Like, I could go punch somebody in the face, which is what people do sometimes. Yeah, or like, you could, be like, abuse drugs. I could abuse drugs. You know, there's so many other unhealthy habits. All I'm doing is crying, and that makes me weak. Like, seriously, because I'm being sensitive, and I'm being in touch with how I'm feeling right now. Guess what? I cry. And I feel great. Exactly. And I like, move back. I move cry on. Cry the fuck out. Like, if you have to. Like, I've done it in very uncomfortable places. Me too. Like, <laughs> so, if you ever see my back turn for too long, I might be getting one in real quick. So, so and it does. And, I, and now that I know that, like, you know, it is, I'm not, like, you know, definitely not the same person I was, like, before, you know, I was diagnosed. But I am, like, I feel like I'm better now because, like, I understand. And I'm not that hard on myself anymore yes and i think we do a huge disservice to children who suffer from mental illnesses because we all been in class with that one nigga who used to throw chairs across the classroom yeah and everybody just thought he was a bad kid everybody thought that you know this and the other he probably was bad but he was also he probably could have also had someone to at least talk it out with him mm-hmm. but a lot of black parents they but oh, ain't nobody putting my child on ritalin and have him uh spaced out yeah but guess what they grow up and they they turn into nightmares. Yeah, because that lucky they turn for me, into actual nightmares. Exactly, lucky for me, I didn't turn into that. Cause like when I was younger, they had wanted to put me on like you know medicine for ADD. Cause I just was, I just had a hard time focusing, and it's something that I still to this day struggle with focusing. Me too. So it's like and that's a that's a mixture of being a creative and just all the other shit going on too. I just mostly because a lot of times I don't be caring about stuff that's in front of me too. Yeah. That's that's a huge part Very of it. Very true. But um yeah, like I, I've seen so many people that I went to high school with, like just these boys and girls who mm-hmm. would just act out all the time and no one paid them any special attention. They just, you know, the parents don't give a fuck. The teachers don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And had they been fortunate enough to get the same therapy that these badass white kids or just other fortunate kids exactly. get, they could have actually had a fighting chance. So yeah. this is the that's the danger of stigmatizing mental mm-hmm. illness. And it's like a lot of like people that I have had like relationships with in the past have had signs of like definite like mental illness like as much as I cannot stand my last ex like he was threatened to kill himself didn't want he just said I just want to see my you know my son go uh, graduate and then I don't care like I don't care whatever I live for threatening to kill his his confidence um his father was bipolar and he had very he because when he turned like that day that I confronted him he was not who I knew he was it was very scary right it was very scary it was like a 360 like a totally different person and it's like people don't they just like pass that all they're like oh this is that especially also with men too Mm -hmm. and if you're a a man of color particularly if you're like black latino like you have to because you know in our culture the man has to be like right you know strong yeah so much strength yeah everywhere it's just it's just disgusting and you know we could get into what what mental health looks like being a a black trans woman yeah we can get into 
what mental health looks like being a, a gay man because these these expectations mm-hmm. are constantly intersecting. We can get into what mental health looks like for a black mom mm-hmm. because a black mom in our community, that matriarch, yep. so much falls on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. So it's just so much. And something that's really been, you know, I've been inviting into my life is mental health days. Mm-hmm. Now, if that mental health day just so happened to fall on a work day, then guess what? That's just what it is. Because yep, and nobody, I was so proud of you when you took one. Yes, I because, you. I, you know what? I spent most of my mental health day looking up articles on why it's okay to take a mental health day. Mm-hmm. But one article that really, really stuck out to me said that if you had the flu, or if you had, you know, an ear infection, yep. would you come to work? No. Nope. No, because you're in no shape to work and you could pass it on to other people. Mm-hmm. Same thing with them negative, them negative vibes. Yep, you're not in no shape to work and you're going to come and you're going to be a complete ass or useless. Yeah. So stay home and get yourself together. Yeah. And you know what? The employer might penalize you. Some people might think that that's, oh gosh, what a liberal. How, <laughs> how, how dare you take some, a day to refocus your energy? It is what it is. It's my time, and that's how I wanted to use it. Exactly, exactly. And our people have such a like a weird, um, you know, vibe towards mental health because you can't see it. Exactly, you can't it's, diagnose yeah, it. It's just like on a cro- chart, on an yeah, X-ray. It's just like like uh, if you have like a chronic illness, like you can't see it. But it's like you really like I can't even explain how it feels when like the depression or like when I'm in like a manic moment like I can't even explain how it feels like it feels crazy like it does not it feels like I'm not myself like almost like pos- like a possession like it exactly it's nothing so you can crazy. do to snap out of it yeah um, and like there has been moments where like again I'll be having a perfectly good day at work and I'll freak out about my future one time my dad caught me do it he was his initial reaction was toughen up because this is just not, you can't cry because you had a bad day at work. And I remember I was like at the gas station at Wawa and somebody needed the pump behind me, but I was going off crying in the car so bad that they just was like, fuck it, I'm moving to another pump. <laughs> and my dad called me like precisely 30 seconds later after yelling at me and was like, you know what? I need to cry too. Like I'm having a terrible day. Like come meet me at this diner. And he just kind of just sat there and just listened to me. So if you know somebody that's really going through something right now, you don't have to understand it. Cause my dad does not get emotions, mm-hmm. let alone crying, let alone anxiety, but he listened to me. And regardless of if like that counts for every time he's told me to toughen up because yeah. I saw that he came around. So if you, if you know that you're dealing with somebody with mental illness like I know I was new to depression and when Sabria was diagnosed with it I'm like why don't you want to talk to me and then I got it like okay this is my role right now is to be a pillar just a pillar of support that's just it and sometimes you have to be that for a person in your life Mm -hmm. so yeah take those mental health days check on your own mental health and remember to ask your friends how they doing yep when you were okay too. Mm-hmm. So that wraps it up for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm so mm-hmm. happy we had to have that conversation. Yes. Um, do you have any shout outs? Um, do I have any shout outs? Um, shout out to my Tara fam, the, who I work at the Hona House. It's really, really fun. I feel like I feel like a job shouldn't even be that fun. Like it's, oh, re- it's really fun, even though it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it's very it's it's fun. It's fun. That's cool. Well, I want to give a shout out to Shannon Sharp just for being that old 
uh, not really old, but that black ass country uncle <laughs> that says everything we wish he would say. He I want... remind me of, I feel like he would be your husband that um, like harassed me for being vegan at Thanksgiving. Ex- there we go. That's probably why. <laughs> I was going to retweet that like, and say that, but I'm like, that really reminds me of even my I husband love... that harassed me for being vegan. He's like, girl, you still ain't eating meat. Damn. With a black and mild on the side of his yep. mouth and his cat on cap on sideways. That's my type of man right there. Cause like that, that's just he's just he's just so funny. I want to have a reality show with him. I also want to be his wife, but that's the difference, you know. We'll we'll talk about that on another show. So yeah, any plans for the weekend? Um, just working my way through the weekend. I am on. I'm about to be work. This is about to be my. Like 14 days straight, like working. Oof. It's actually, um, it's actually not as bad as it's Okay, well, you've been killing it. You almost done. You in the home stretch now. I am so. in the home motherfucking stretch. <laughs> so you just gotta finish out strong. Yep, and I still gotta get, you know, oh, so you still gotta get our Halloween costumes together. Oh, yeah, yeah that's so fun. That's so fun. Yeah, but we're not gonna tell y'all what we want. And I ain't got shit playing this weekend, so you know we got some <laughs> stuff coming up. Um, and it was a great fucking with you today, Sabrina. Yeah, it was lovely. All right, stop being <laughs> weird. Okay, guys, bye. Peace.